This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to This is the G Podcast. It is episode 128, y'all. Yes, give it up. And I wish I could play my favorite Mother's Day song. But I can't. I don't know what that is, but all I know oh, is come on I'm, now. Done with the intru- I'm done with the intruders. Let me tell you something. <laughs> come on, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, there's one of the most underrated, needing to be heard songs about Mother's Day. It's by Kendrick the Family Soul, which is a teen in Asia. And oh, Asia bring it into the 90s. Being, right, right, a working I'm sorry, mother. The 2000s. Go ahead, go ahead. No, it's called Woman First, and it talks okay. about being a mother, having, you know, whether I'm working or nursing, keeping my family together. So I, if anybody hears my voice, go Google and okay. listen to Kendrick the Family Soul. Woman first. It's a Mother's Day anthem that needs to replace I'll always love my mama. But anyway. We celebrate all the moms out there. So let me give it up for the moms. Yes. Give it up for the moms. Yes, and-, and and that's all the moms. If you're, you know, the moms who are angels, the moms who are surrogate moms, and, and I don't mean like physically surrogate, but you know, the ones who step in and do the work, uh, you know, when, yeah. when, when you the know moms aren't, you know, capable. Tommy B. Yeah, what's that? I, Go ahead. Say, I say happy Mother's and Other's Day. So others is aunties, godmothers, like you said, people that step in, the village, anyone who's done anything to make a positive influence in the life of, you know, a child. Yep, absolutely. Even if you're a foster mother or an adopted mother. So I say mothers and others and aunties because I'm not a mother. I'm a godmother and I'm an auntie, and those are the closest thing that I have to children. So I, those are my babies. No matter how old they may get, how grown they may get, they're still my babies. Let me give it to them one more time. Okay. Yes, and, please. And, and that applause one more time. Got to spend some time there. It is, you know, again, episode 128. And uh, and you know what? Because it is uh, episode 128, Tanya B, and we're going to kind of, you know, we're going to do this uh, rapido. <laughs> in, in my Spanish, rapido. Uh, but not rush through it. We're gonna give we we're gonna give, folks more, yes. <laughs> give the folks the Muy. show they deserve. But I, I I gotta I gotta do this. I'm in the kitchen. You in the kitchen? What's cooking, Tanya B? Tanya B, I know because it's Mother's Day. You had to do something special, right? I I, I saw. Well, what, you, what I did do? What did you do? Pictures. What'd you do? Uh, you know what I did? Is, um, I have some friends whose mothers, you know, are. Heavenly mothers that are not here in body. So I decided just to take a couple of my closest, um, I say, you know, friends, people in my my quarantine bubble. And I did a pre-Mother's Day um, Saturday seafood session, if you will. Wow. And um, ironically enough, uh, one of the artists that I play on the Bird Wire every Friday and Saturday, <laughs> every Friday and Saturday, 8 and 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was actually in town visiting their sister, Mother Gone on the Glory. Mm-hmm. And I even had him over. And, uh, and his sister as well, who I met for the first time. And we sat down and I took a, the biggest paella pan I had, which I hardly ever used for paella, but I did um, fettuccine. Mm, wow. Linguine. Nice. And mm. uh, I had some, you know, just some, you know, I love my, gar- my garlic and butter sauce. But I had, as you saw in the picture, we had shrimp. We had clams. We had crab legs and we had cracked lobster tails. Mm, and, mm, mm. and champagne oh, to toast all yes. the moms. Yeah. 
And it was delicious. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It sounds delicious. Let me give you some applause for that. There's some. But you saw the picture, so. I did. I did. I mean, I saw. For those who, you know, for for Howard, (laughs) hey, Howard, and KW and all of our other faithful listeners, whether they're in Boston and the DMV, even the folks in South Africa, the folks wherever you may be. Um, yes, I do share my cooking photos, and that was done with much love. Good and stuff. And I really enjoyed the fact that the people, uh, the, those that were here, people, you know, people want to come to my house. And I had at my house, first thing since I had, since pre-COVID, actually. So it's been over two years since I've had people in. And wow. uh, nice. I made an amazing, and it's homemade, and you cannot use regular lime juice. You got to get the key lime. I had key lime pie for dessert, which I forgot to show you. Mm, yeah. But it's pretty much gone, too. You know. <laughs> We got the we got the Kroger key lime, but it's still, <laughs> you know, the it ain't my key lime. I know oh, it ain't. I, I, yeah, got, it you, ain't, I got you. But, I got you. I got you. Know, yes. But key lime is a favorite in the crib. So, yeah, absolutely. Ah, so keep so, that in mind. To okay. all the moms, uh, you know, shout out to Letty J for doing her thing this weekend. Got her got her uh, hooked up and, and all the moms out there really who are, are doing it. Uh, and, and, you know, these are some tough times. I mean, you consider, yeah, you know, really, going through yeah. COVID and, you know, if you have kids, well, you, of course you have kids, but you're dealing with your kids, you're dealing with schools, you're dealing with all, you know, your, your workplace. You, it, there's just so much going on. You know, it, it definitely, this, this has to be, I don't know, the year of the, the deep breath and the pause, you know, the, if anything. Yes. Know. Yes. So, so they let's talk about waiting to exhale. Big Oof. time, big time. Yes, yes. But, you know, this episode, um, you know, and leave it to the Supreme Court and, and government to dampen Mother's Day. No, <laughs> you know let's not saying? leave it to them because they done messed <laughs> up to church's money, honey. Thanks <laughs> to a leaked document. I'm, I'm just going to let Syracuse Mike deal with that this week. And and also, you know, we air um, uh, Rob Redding's show. Rob Redding is on. Uh, not only is he on at noon, but he's on Sunday nights. Um, if, if you are checking this out on YouTube. Because uh, our, our live stream's uh, going wacky today. So my apologies to those who listen to us on the stream. Just check out the podcast. But if you listen to the podcast and you catch it Sunday night, if you catch it Monday afternoon, he's on Monday night uh, at 10 o'clock and we do a repeat of that. But he really, you know, goes in on on this whole ruling. And, and, and you know, we may play that another time because he had some really good things to say. So shout out to Rob Redding. You know, also, you know, you know, I, I hate to, you know, it, it's crazy. I know it's Mother's Day. I'm not going to go into it, but a whole lot of I told you so's in reference to this. I mean, the thing that I, I just want a lot of our Congress people to stop saying they're surprised that these five justices, you know, rule the way they don't be surprised. That's all I don't say it. Don't let it come out of your mouth. <laughs> don't even yeah, please don't don't please. let it come out of your mouth, y'all. Just just, you know, just do whatever you can to correct. But don't let that come out of your mouth because there's no I mean, look at the look at the names and understand Mm -hmm. that that's why, you know, it's been a constant. How do you say it? It's been a constant focus since 1973. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like you said, no surprise, you know what you're dealing with. You know who these people are and they have shown you. Time and time and time again, That's who they saying. are, and what did my Angelo say? That's it. When they show you who they are, believe them, believe them. Hello. So all Hello. the news is coming up. Uh, Syracuse Mike is going to talk about that. And you know what? I got I got to say, you know, what's up to Philadelphia? The the seventy sixers, man. I, I I got to give it up to them. You know, and 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 Joel and B. Give him some love, yeah. I got to give him love. 
you know, because because I've been hard on a lot of these players for, <laughs> you know, for 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 being soft, and, and you know, and, and not in a way. I don't like to see people get hurt. Okay, that's not my thing. But a lot of these quote unquote injuries just don't make sense. But this guy goes out with a broken bone in his face, a finger, his eye. He can't. He can barely see in one of his eyes. He he, he comes off uh, concussion protocol. And leads yes. his team to a win, and and that deserves something. That definitely, you give know, give him some. Gotta give Philly. Gotta give him some. Gotta give him some. You know, but but when his team needed him most, he stepped up. So so I, I got to give it to Joel Embiid. You know, they may not win the full series, but but you know, it's just good to see that kind of stuff. Not that he's doing it. You know, basically for the owners, he's you know the fans. You can see the fans. You can hear Ew. the fans. You can see how mm-hmm. the you know it you know it sent chills watching how the fans reacted to him coming out of the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Because it came like right down to the last minute. So I, I got to give it up to him for that. Yeah. You were going to say something? Tanya no, Day? I was going to say, you know, I had I, I did a little pass through in Philadelphia. And the one thing I'll say about, I said about Philly fans, whether their teams are doing well yeah. or if they're choking, Philly team, uh, Philly teams get love and, and they get just constant. I don't know, Tanya B. This, 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 is the, this is the city that booed Santa Claus. So. <laughs> I know, you but you know, me with that. <laughs> Come on. Well, you know what? Put it like this: going to Philly and getting booed is almost like let's see, going. They, these are people that have been to the New York Apollo Theater <laughs> and learned how to boo. Okay, yeah, they will boo. And I've been at games where they've been throwing quarters at the back. I mean, actual quarters at the back of the opposing team yeah. players, and have gotten threatened with expulsion. But I'm saying, well, you know, Joel Embiid is, you know. I think he's really proving or proven that he is worthy of an MVP, number one. Yeah, number yeah. two, you know, it's almost like he did the Michael Jordan, got a pump through, push through, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And that's what he did. But can we talk about um, how the Memphis Grizzlies yeah. <laughs> got their faces cracked last night? <laughs> well, you know, my, my thing, and, and I hope they're the last of the Southern. Well, you know, I got, I guess Miami, Miami's, Still, you know, quote unquote, maybe Dallas, but you know, I, I you know, they they're kind of closer to the dirty, dirty, <laughs> you know, when it cut Memphis. So I'm hoping that Memphis can hang in there. But yeah, I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. After last night, I, I'd question it. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Morant was limping off the off the floor, so it's I hope tough. he's ready. Whatever. Yeah. It's gonna be. I mean, it is it is definitely without a, a doubt. Uh, a tough situation, especially when they're oh, yeah. up against Golden State. You know, people start throwing that situation um, when it comes down to experience and, you know, you got, you know, an inexperienced young team versus, you know, you know, those guys, uh, Curry's been there before. So we'll see. But y'all, this is the G podcast. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea with the one and only Tanya B. She is here today. Uh, She's in the building. You can catch the bird wire every Friday and Saturday night, 8 PM and 10 PM plus uh, Saturday at noon. Go to castropolis.net, click the Birdwire logo. Everything is there. Even if you want to submit music, if you're an artist, independent artist, you can submit your music there. Uh, so make sure you definitely go to castropolis.net. You can stream it. Everything, all things Birdwire, right there. So definitely, her. I think your social media is there, too. So uh, we yeah, got pretty yes much everything is. there. Yeah. So, so you're yeah. all good. Mm-hmm. The fellas, K-Dub and Vi, are, 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 are doing the family thing today. So kudos to those brothers, K-Dub, and uh, definitely kudos to But let me tell you what I just Vi. decided. What's that? What's that? Since they're off for Mother's Day, yeah. 
I'm taking off Father's Day. And so they're going to have to step up go. and step in and not party too much. And I'm taking yeah, the day off, okay? There you go. Hey, there you me. go. There you go. Well, you know, what's up, fellas? That's all I got to say. What's up, fellas? And and also, um, you know, I'm your host, Tommy B. Check out Throwback Alley, midnight uh, Sunday, you know, Saturday night, Sunday morning, 6 a.m. Well, actually, midnight to 6 a.m. And then Sundays, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. right before we get rolling. And uh, let's go ahead and do it, y'all. Let's go ahead and uh, do the news with Syracuse Mike, and we'll come back on the other side. Be right back. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. And this happened quickly. It didn't take long for the special purpose grand jury to be seated in Fulton County. Their job will be to help attorneys decide if there's enough evidence to move forward against former President Donald Trump and his associates for unlawfully interfering in 2020 Georgia elections. 23 people were selected, along with three alternates on Monday. The group will meet from time to time with prosecutors over the next several months. The Fulton County DA's office is seeking subpoenas for documents and other information. We should point out that this special grand jury cannot issue indictments. The heart of the case is that infamous call from then-President Trump with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. That's the call where Trump suggests finding votes. A judge has ruled that the plaintiffs in a lawsuit seeking reparations for the 1921 Tulsa race massacre can move forward after defendants try to get the case dismissed. The reparations would be for the few living survivors and the descendants of the victims. Judge Carolyn Wall said the motion to dismiss was granted in part and denied in part, which actually allows the case to continue. An angry white mob destroyed the community and killed hundreds of black residents. People across the country are reacting to a leaked Supreme Court document indicating the majority of justices are prepared to overturn Roe v. Wade and send the issue of abortion back to the states. President Biden also reacted to the news while in Alabama Tuesday and said this decision could put other privacy-related laws in jeopardy. Does this mean that in Florida they can decide they're going to pass a law saying that same-sex marriage is not permissible? Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts has confirmed that the leaked document is real and stressed there will be an investigation into what he described as a singular and egregious breach of the court's trust. The Federal Reserve raised short-term interest rates by a half point Wednesday as part of an effort to control inflation in the U.S., the largest increase in 22 years. You can blame the war in Ukraine for some of the inflation issues. The invasion and related events are likely to restrain economic activity abroad. The stock market jumped dramatically because in addition to the interest rate move, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said the central bank is not actively considering raising interest rates in an increment of three-quarters of a percentage point. Assuming that economic and financial conditions evolve in line with expectations. The Fed will pay a lot of attention to consumer spending. Overall, investors like what they heard. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is the latest high-ranking government official to test positive for COVID-19. State Department spokesman Ned Price said the secretary is fully vaccinated and boosted against the virus and is experiencing only mild symptoms. The judge overseeing the federal civil rights cases of four former Minneapolis police officers in connection with the killing of George Floyd has accepted the terms of a plea agreement for Derek Chauvin. Chauvin will be sentenced to 20 to 25 years in prison. On December 15th, he pleaded guilty to violating Floyd's civil rights, admitting for the first time that he kept his knee on Floyd's neck, which resulted in his death. More demonstrations outside the Supreme Court over a possible decision in the next month or two 
overturning Roe v. Wade. And now the Justice Department is looking into what actions it may take if the high court reverses its ruling on abortion. The DOJ's position on the issue from Attorney General Merritt Garland. The Justice Department has steadfastly been committed to defending the right to abortion. Several states, including New York and California, say they will continue to protect women and provide safe access to abortions if the federal law is overturned. The Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine is now in the category of only if you have to. After the FDA announced it is limiting its use to people over 18 who won't get vaccinated unless they can choose J&J or because other vaccines aren't appropriate or available. This is still about the low risk of blood clots from the J&J shot. The White House will have a new press secretary next week when Jen Psaki steps down. Corinne Jean-Pierre is making history as well. She will be the first black woman, uh, the first out LGBTQ plus person to serve in this role, uh, which is amazing because representation matters. That's Psaki talking about her successor and friend. The suspect who attacked comedian Dave Chappelle on stage at the Hollywood Bowl this week had a knife that was shaped like a gun when he was arrested, according to ABC News. 23-year-old Isaiah Lee was taken into custody after attacking Chappelle. The comedian fell back but quickly recovered and was not hurt. There has been concern that what happened at the Oscars involving Will Smith and Chris Rock would lead to incidents like this. It's unclear if that played a role in Lee's actions. Finally, if you're from Tennessee, you have no doubt heard of legendary radio DJ Bobby OJ, an iconic broadcaster on WDIA in Memphis, America's first black formatted radio station. OJ passed away suddenly Tuesday at the age of 68. Oh, yeah. Rest in power, Bobby OJ, man. I was uh, definitely college, high school, uh, never lived in Bobby Memphis, OJ. but definitely the name was just synonymous with black radio um, oh, yeah. throughout the Southeast and, and, and really throughout the country. Uh, definitely he'll be missed. And, and man, I mean, he passed away while he was working. Is that the case? On the air, talk about doing what you love. And I, I understand he said, you know, when I go, this is how I want to go. Yeah. And, and that's what happened. You know, you got to give it up to that. And, you know, you talked about WDIA and that was the time when AM radio still ruled the roots, so to speak. And yeah, he, yeah. you know, to do what he did and make the strides that he did and just the imprint and the impact he had on the Memphis community overall mm-hmm. on an AM station yeah. tells you how deeply he was loved and revered by the people of, you know, not just Memphis. He had, you know, fans in New Orleans and just, you know, in that surrounding area. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at somebody who makes an impact, I think he definitely will go down as one of the greats. When I started in radio, I was in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you don't hear about people in their large, as, as, just as large a figure as he, I say, is, his spirit lives um, in a market like Memphis. But even starting out as, you know, a green one who was in market number 164, mm-hmm. even I knew and heard of Bobby O.J. So that, that should tell you something right there. Absolutely. People may have heard his voice and didn't even know it. So, like I said, sleeping and, power, and you know, right? for, for a lot of folks who don't understand the concept, I mean, back in the day, pretty much all black stations were on AM. So, you know, everybody had an AM station, you know, until the 80s when things started to transition over. And a lot of the... Uh, quote unquote, urban stations started popping up, you know, started moving away from the AM stations. But but rest in power, Bobby OJ, rest in power. Also, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to let Rob Redding kind of deal with the whole thing uh, this week. And we'll come back next week and talk about 
I want to get probably Harold Michael Harvey in here to talk about the Roe v. Wade situation. We've got a couple of months before this thing goes down from this leak. And and um, it's going to be interesting. It really is. I mean, I think, you know, again, I, I, I say elections have consequences. This goes back to the, the whole Trump-Hillary vote. It goes back to the Merrick Garland denial uh, when Obama was uh, was president, when when uh, Mitch McConnell would not allow uh, you know, uh, Obama to put Merrick Gar- Garland, it, it, you know, there's just so many missteps, you know, going way back. So, so we'll see. I, I'm going to have definitely, uh, get, uh, Harold Michael Harvey in here to talk about that a little bit. Also, um, the Dave Chappelle attackers named Isaiah Lee. And, um, I did not know they're not going to charge him with a felony. Did you? It, I'm surprised. I'm going to put it like this. It's misdemeanors. And I was surprised when he oh. got on $30,000 bail, which means you only got to put up 10% to get out. Yeah. But I say, if Dave Chappelle, let's just call a thing a thing. If Dave Chappelle had a different pigmentation situation mm-hmm. and he were, no Tino Shade, if he were John Stewart or James Corden or, you know, Billy Burr or whoever, I think it would have been a felony. Yeah. And I think it's. Well, you know, let me let me say this. The the DA in that area is under fire from what I'm hearing. And I don't know the, the full story. I was going to uh, check it out. But I've heard that there's a recall for him because of his um, the, the way that his rulings have gone down. They say he's been ultra soft on a lot of these folks who should have received heavier, you know, either heavier bail, heavier sentences. So, you know, he's yeah. already under fire. Uh, but but the whole situation, this guy was, what, 23 years old, uh, yeah. Isaiah Lee, and and Dave talked to him. Dave asked him, said, what, what's uh, up, uh, man? And he said yeah, he wanted to bring attention to his grandmother who was being in gentrified in Brooklyn. That's everybody. Right. But how about <laughs> who hadn't been gentrified about, in Brooklyn? <laughs> how about that's Atlanta? It's Philly. It's every major city. But how about this? How about you get a job, Isaiah, and help take care of your grandmother? How about that? Instead huh? of instead of sitting at the Hollywood Bowl, who paid for the tickets? Because oh, <laughs> right, you well, know he, you know they weren't cheap, dog. No, you know how we got. But I heard again. You talk about that DA. I heard from some people who you know, who actually were there. Yeah. That the security there was very lax. Some people thing. they would. They would check and some they wouldn't clearly uh, see this is where Dave Chappelle may not, you know, push for. We, clearly, Isaiah's got some mental health issues. And by the way, May is National Health Mental Health yes, Month. Yes. But the thing is, if anything, Dave Chappelle should sue the venue because they allowed him to get in with a knife shaped like a gun. Are you kidding? So it goes to show you how lax they were. Was it because it was Netflix? I mean, I, I don't believe that Dave Chappelle was the only comedian of color there. Yeah. But if that was a show that was primarily for black, brown, and tan people, then it, you know, then they they really dropped the ball. And yeah. I think yeah. that what Dave Dave's going to do is, you know, I think he'll just do it to prove a point, but to also to uh, make them fund that money that they would pay him mm-hmm. for his pain. Yeah. You know, into some mental health services because Isaiah clearly needs some mental health services because if you heard his whack rap skills on that that song Dude. he made called Dave Chappelle. <laughs> But I'm just saying, okay, here's my point. They should really look into the security situations across the board. The fact that Will Smith even was able, and and I know people thought it was a bit, and and, and as big as Will is in terms of his stature in the, well, yeah, in the uh, the business, (laughs) he still is. But I'm just saying his stature in the business, they probably said security, "Ah, it's just, but this guy it amazed me. It amazes me that he got as far as he did. 
You know what I'm saying? And and, and I'm even just saying, on the stage, because when you look at it, in. he was like he had a running start. You know, I'm just saying <laughs> like, he was damn. like he, the adrenaline was pumping. But yeah. I'm just saying he got not just in the venue. Yeah. I don't think he bought a front row seat. Yeah. And the other thing was he got far enough. Then I guess downstage. You know, after he bum rushed Dave Chappelle, how did he even get that far? Yes, that's before my point. security came that's in. That's my point. It's like security needs to be in. They need to investigate the whole security situation with all these concerts. It's like your frontline security, that frontline. I mean, people, once they touch the stage, if you touch the stage, they don't make it. They don't touch. The it, stage. It's like it's, the no, it's like the movie and not to not to throw Chris Rock in here in the mix. But you remember head of state? You know, the yes. movie, like when, when Robin Gibbons yeah. would always walk in, he said, security, oh, you know, she gets, the hand comes out hey, of nowhere. They yoke her up real quick. <laughs> That's the yeah. way it's supposed to be. It's like, mm-hmm. where's where yeah. your security? You know, but anyway, um, the other thing I want to talk about uh, is this hot car baby situation. Uh, Mike didn't get a chance to mention it in the news. Mm. Um, you know, I don't even want to say this guy's name on the, on the podcast, but, you know, this guy stops in, in Snellville, Georgia, which is basically Atlanta, uh, you know, suburb in, adjacent, in, in, adjacent uh, metro Atlanta. Um, goes in to pick up some stuff from a previous situation. No, no he goes to pick up a gun. Let's call it. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. He went a to gun pick up his gun from a okay? previous situation, and oh. they find out. I guess yeah. you know, you go in, they pull you up, and you got another warrant. So, but the amazing thing about this, and I was watching Channel Two. Kudos to Channel Two. Um, you know, Action News, WSB in Atlanta, WSB, because yeah. they kept going for the body cam uh, footage because they wanted to hear whether or not this guy actually did ask the officer or tell the officer that, uh, that that he had a baby in the car. Who doesn't say, you? hey, but man, no, I got a baby in the car. I can tell you why. Why? First of all, yeah. that is child neglect. Why was that child even ever left? In the car alone, was she eight, nine months old? Eight months old. First of all, that's child endangerment. I'm sorry, child endangerment because he left the baby in the car, first of all. And I'm sure, I'm just going to call a thing a thing. Now, I wonder if he even had the proper car seat because that baby wasn't even walking. But I'm just saying, Tanya B, even beyond the fact that he's going to get busted for something else, even beyond the fact, you just got to say, Hey, it's, you know, in Atlanta, it's been 80, 90 before, you know, the cool down this weekend. You you can imagine this happened on Tuesday, some of the hottest days, warmest days of the season. And, you know, even knowing that you shouldn't leave a baby in the car, period. I mean, even with the wind, I mean, these and the, the windows, it's just amazing to me that this guy would do this. But even more so, the fact that he did it, I have to ask. The mom had to know something about him. To well, let's give talk the, about the mom. The baby. Po- let's, she make she make good choices first. Of now all. he's going. No, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me say this, Tanya B. Uh, okay. okay. She he okay. says, "Hey, I'm going to jail to pick up my gun. I'm gonna take Baby Nova with me." Did he tell her? Ring, that? ring, ring, ring. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, I'm just saying, ring I'm the alarm. Saying, I'm just saying. You know, because you know, when these women call, you know, all these Amber Alerts we've had her recently. Yes. My baby's father is in this car. Maybe you don't know the tag, but, you know, he's got, you know, our infant daughter in the back seat. And see, here's the thing that there I believe there are some more moving pieces to this whole Gotta thing. Be. Because, I, like I said, number one, endangering a child by leaving the car, leaving the child in the car. Mm-hmm. Number two, 
not saying anything. And then, you know, number three. Because Channel 2 played all the body cams. They went... The, Poor the, choices. The, the reporters. He went said nothing. All of them. He said nothing. Which leads me to my next point. Yeah. Was this premeditated? Wow. He knew he was going to get. Like I said, you you in a place. You out with wait. First of all, you out with a baby. Wait, wait, wait. You out with a baby, right? Yeah. You're out with the baby. Why even have a gun around when you have the baby? That's I'm, still uh, child endangerment. So yeah. what I'm saying is. I, he doesn't look like he's the smartest tack in the in the block by Ooh, any means of these the, any stretch of the imagination. And I'm wondering, you know, because people will do some crazy things to 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 shun responsibility. And I just wonder if mm. I, mean, I know you're reaching. I, I know what you're reaching for. You think it was intentional to to get out of some? No, I'm saying premeditated. Well, like I said, wow. he thought about I, going you know, to get that, his gun. I can't even. But he didn't think that, about man. the baby in the car. Like I said, and what I mean, I I don't get it. Why? Like I said, the only thing I can think of in terms of why he didn't say anything until forty plus minutes later mm-hmm. is that he knew he had endangered that child. But what made? I mean, again, no, the baby was there for what seven hours. Yeah, but into what the the, the mother the yeah the grandmother the baby's the, the baby mama mama yeah 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 and then again he didn't bring the child back mm. so then we have an amber alert so you know what I would just say this and, and please we can move on because it's getting my pressure up yeah yeah karma is the most patient gangster in the world mm. and whatever he gets I say he deserves it because who I just say who does that. Well, I just say, I just say, what that that guy, Ross, what's his name, that left the baby in the car a couple of years ago? Who does that? Take him to Death Valley and and put him in a guy. Take him to Death Valley, put him in a 1975. No, 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 I'm saying take him to Death Valley (laughs) and put him in a 1975 Pacer in August. You know what I'm saying? And and shut the windows and just right, right. No, yeah, I'm saying no AC. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. That's you know. I mean, but my, but let me say the, the I, I mentioned this because the as we tape today, uh, the funeral for for the baby um, is on is on Monday here in Atlanta, and and just condolences, man, to the family. And and you don't want to you know, but but this was like your pressure. I think everybody. This story wasn't just a local story. I mean, it was in People oh, no, Magazine, it was national. New York Times, New York Post. Today it, Show, the UK, America. It was yes. international. And and it just, it, you know, it really is is probably one of the worst situations. It, it's always bad, but it had to be one of the worst situations because he had a chance to do something about it. And I'm going to move on unless you got one more thing to say about it. Go ahead. Karma is a very patient gangster. Okay. So take him to... Death Valley and a Pacer, 1975, all the windows, shut them up. How about we put him (laughs) in a car with no air conditioning and let him um, upset go out to Alcatraz or something like that? How about that? Death Valley. Y'all know, look it up. Look up the heat. Well, you can't, you can't make it from, you can't make it across the, the, the Bay area to Alcatraz. (laughs) (laughs) no again i say yeah um so now whatever he had whatever this gun he was going to pick up from the previous charge he's going to get charged with either you know just like that guy ross what they left the baby in the car he's going to get those same charges Mm. and at the very least child endangerment clearly he's been uh in 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 contact or under the um you know, I guess the, the the auspices, I think, if you say, uh, you know, of the, the penal system. So, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't just, you know, steal a bag of chips. Yeah, this is um, 
This is just. And he put the, the gun was more important than the baby, clearly. Yeah, probably one of the most egregious situations or, or cases of, of. I have no empathy for him at all. None, none. Okay. None. All right, let's go ahead and do this, Tanya B. Every time I come in the kitchen. Not that. <laughs> I know ahead. you like what I, I know cooked. <laughs> do it again. My, my, my pressure's up. Do it again. Now then, children, it's time you. for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. All right, Tanya B, what you got in the tea? Give us, give I, us You know, I say we talk about politics, pop Bring culture, the current down. events. Bring the pressure I know. Down. I want to make people give you a little humor here, a little Mother's Day humor. Yeah. I want to say five on it to uh, the award-nominated actress, Janelle Monet. We we came to know her through her music, but also through the movie Hidden Figures. Yes. And yes. she is honing her acting, acting chops and just putting them to work in... Um, a limited TV series about Josephine Baker. Now, of course, I can see her. She could play Josephine Baker. Mm-hmm. I can see her doing the banana dance, the whole nine. But what this focuses on, and um, it's called De La Resistance. It talks about not just, you know, Josephine being an iconic entertainer. And they call her a civil rights activist. But I understand that she left the country because she didn't like the way things were going. Mm. But. And and I get that, but okay, what else did you yeah. do to, to you know to, to help the cause, Josephine? I'm just saying. But anyway, this will actually focus on something a lot of people did not know about Miss Baker, and that is that she was a French World War II spy. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so um, what's int- and I love the fact that there's a, a, a streaming bidding war about this series that Janelle Monae's doing under her Wonderland uh, production company. No release date at this time, but I just give her a five on it for doing it. And I think she'll do a great job. I really think she, I think she'll do a great job. Yeah, Josephine Baker was known for adopting. She adopted a lot of international kids. The Rainbow Coalition, I call it. Yep. Yeah. Yep, she did yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Okay. Um, I want to say uh, five on it to Beyonce. You know, she's up for, I think, her uh, maybe eighth Emmy Award. And she's up for Best Original Song for her Mama Tina Knowles Lawson's Facebook watch series called Talks with Mama Tina. So Beyonce's still on her quest to get that EGOT. Uh, she didn't get the Oscar. She, uh, I don't want to say she lost it. She was robbed by Billie Eilish. Oh. But anyway, so. <laughs> don't remind So uh, congratulations on that <laughs> um, Emmy nomination, Beyonce. Yeah, so give let me give it up for Beyonce. Give it, give it up for her. Oh, you got my pressure up again, thinking about that Sorry Bond song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's let's talk about this. Um, okay. Now, those of us, and I think you and I did come up in what was really called the golden age of hip hop when New York ruled hip hop from the you know early seventies of Cool Herc, you know, yeah. up through the nineties. And I think a lot of us watched the MTV show Yo MTV Raps. You had uh, Fab oh, yeah. Five, Freddie, and then Doctor the, Ed Lover. Wait a minute, the Ed Lover dance. <laughs> yeah, the Ed Lover dance. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, this show, after many delays, is being rebooted. However, Dr. Dre and Lover <sighs> will not be hosting. I understand Fab Five Freddy is a consultant, but it's going to uh, come back to Paramount Plus. Uh, the debut date is May 24th, right in time for Memorial Day weekend. But here's the gag. The host is someone I actually admire, and I've heard her like cut it up on the one and two uh, DJ Diamond cuts of the core DJ. She will be the hostess yeah. of Yo! MTV Raps when it returns. I don't know how much they're going to stick to the original formula, but I'm looking forward to it. And for you young people who I'm sure many of you weren't born like even Millennial Nick just just check it out because after your MTV raps went off it's nothing ever replaced it not even BET Rap City and it was really a place where you know all these hip hop artists and even some R&B and hip hop people were able to you know to get put on so I, I'm looking forward rap to is just so how, how do you say it 
it's so segmented. I mean, it's just so it's mm-hmm. all over the place now. I, I just I think back then when they were doing Yolium TV raps, you had you know definitely you had hits that were just bangers. You know they they, they to were, this day to this day. But now it's like it's so regional. You know what I'm saying? The sounds are just so. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not that show lasts. So, so all right, so how much it, they, you know. how much they, I guess if you say mesh the classic with the current. Well, I don't even think you different. can even mesh the classic because rap is so different. I mean, hip hop is, is well, not so only that. Now. Wait, unless you, know? you have a super clean version, they can't <laughs> even so come sad. on the show and perform. If you think about <laughs> it, really. You know, you know I that's mean, the biggest complaint you hear from the kids is, you know, I don't want to hear the clean version. You know, they want to oh, hear, you know, you know. Yeah, ask, ask your mama and them. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Well, good I luck to her. I, I, wish him, I wish him luck with it. I hope it, I hope it works. I, yeah, I hope, yeah. And uh, so I want to say also, we have to do, let's go to the altar. Mm, mm, I'm sorry, mm. Vi's not here today. Yeah, but, you know. Ooh, do Jesus. Uh, rest in peace to the ABC show Queens, which we rallied for. People were rooting for it. They just had a bad night and a bad time slot. It starred Brandy and Eve. It's been canceled. I say Eve probably, you know, is neither here nor there because she just had her baby. But Brandy is like Patti LaBelle and Kiki Palmer. She always has something else, another iron in the fire. And I predict we'll see Brandy doing something else. But I think just that, like you said, that type of show kind like the whole empire of sing and dance and then talk and sing and dance and talk. I think people were just done with that. I know I, I was. You know what? I think after the beginning, maybe halfway through it, the writing just started. It started getting bad. When, especially yeah, I don't know if they changed when, showrunners. Yeah, what I don't, happened? I tell you when, you know, and, and I hate to say it, didn't even have time to jump the shark. But it started to go downhill <laughs> for me. When they got the label and, and and it just started getting weird, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and they tried, they made it look so easy. And yeah. to, to, for, for those who did watch it, yeah. you know, don't believe the hype. They didn't show you the other five years in between step A and step B. Yeah, yeah they thought, oh, well, let's get a label. It's not that easy. Yeah, but it was you just know? to me. Uh, I'm glad they. I mean, I hate to say this, but put it out of the put it put it out of its, it's misery. misery. Because it was just getting worse. It kept getting worse from week to week to the point where I didn't I didn't even watch it anymore. So, you know. I would try to just but to they, support but, them. But you know what I told you, Tanya B., and I still hold true to this. They <laughs> should have put that, a show like that works better like power. You know, where you can go all out. Because power had no limits other than, you know. Right, exactly. It, it should have been on a paid service. It should have been on a service something. where, you know, it didn't have to be sanitized. Right, for, they could have let it. Yeah, you, know, you know, for the censors. Yeah. So it, I think it was so censored that you didn't really, you know, that's why power was so strong because you know why. <laughs> I mean, right. You know why again, everybody liked power you know, in the beginning. But <laughs> it, I was, I used to watch it, but again, it was real. It was, you know? it was and I, like, I'd be curious whoa. to ask Naturi Naughton, who was on power yeah. and who was on Queens. You know, I wonder how she felt about, you know, just you know, who dropped the ball. We know that they dropped the ball with the writing, but, you know, it, I wish them all well. And I'm sure Natori, oh, she's gonna, a new yeah. bride. So. Yeah, she's going to yeah. yeah, she'll be all right. fine. Now, I, also, I, I like her. So, I like, I like Natori. I do too, yeah. Yeah. I want to also, we talked about, you know, Queen Latifah doing good in the hood with the uh, the rise housing that she's putting up in her hometown of Newark. And I just say, when you do good things, good things come back to you because she's had a great week. Her uh, CBS show, The Equalizer, has been renewed for season three and four. Yeah. So they're really investing in her. Good stuff. You know, and I want to say this much. It's interesting. That ain't easy although, on CBS. That's not easy. On no, CBS. I will say this because although yeah. Les Moonves is a disgraced former head of CBS, yeah, yeah, you know, he's really the one that really rallied and made sure that 
anything that LL Cool J did on that network was supported. And he was really his biggest cheerleader yeah, to the yeah. point where Les Moonves, when LL put out his uh, the album called... Uh, what was it? Authentic. Mm-hmm. Les Moonves, and this is a fact, not what I, I heard, what I know. He actually made sure at that time the CBS stations that played hip hop would support LL Cool J's record. So I think Queen Latifah has really, she has uh, an angel in her corner over there at CBS. And even looking at what they're doing for Cedric by adding Patti LaBelle. Tomorrow. To, to the tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So, so they, they're, they, trying to be like, hey, they're trying to, they're they're trying trying to, to be add, like, you know, some, some, some flavor. Color, some flavor. You know what? And it's like Fox did in the 90s. And I got to tell you this sidebar, and I got to finish my uh, Latifah story. I never watched New York Undercover when it was on. I wasn't home. I wasn't interested. I was working. But now I'm hooked on these doggone reruns on BET on Friday and Saturday. I'm like, damn, I I mean, I know it was was global for, you know, people of color and just the culture with all the artists that got exposure. Natalie's, the club. The club, Natalie's. Yeah, but I mean, I saw Al Jarreau. Then I saw Mary J. Blige. Then I saw D'Angelo. D'Angelo. You know, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like a uh, young oh, kid man. who just discovered discovered something. And you know what? And that had a lot to do with the late great M two May, M two May, because he was involved he yeah. in, in, in in actually consulting. You know? Yeah, and they found a way to. And yeah. That was also a way to integrate and just expose you know, new artists. Back in '95, D'Angelo yeah. was basically a new artist. So, okay. so here's my lot. The rest of Latifah. She's got two movies coming out. Mm. One comes out next month. It's called The Hustle with Adam Sandler, formerly of SNL. And um, late next year, her first thriller. You know, she has a lot of comedies and some drama. This is going to be, a, I guess, a thriller type movie or what do you horror movie? And it's called End of the Road. And she co-stars with Common, who plays her brother. So that should be mm. interesting. Common were in the love the love story. Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? Uh, 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 well, look. he was a basketball player. Yep. yep. Just yep. right. Just right. Just yeah. right. Yeah. But you yeah. know, she did the movie. If you remember, uh, Queen Latifah was in the Bone Collector with. Um, with that was a good with Denzel. Denzel. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So and and what's her name? Angelina Jolie. So yes. yeah, yeah, that was a, so you know she she's been you know she's been pretty diverse. She's been in a lot of different jobs. Yeah, so, so right, she's not a one trick pony. Either. No, she's not. I'll give her that. Yep. What else? And you got? speaking of one trick ponies, um, let's talk about. I say I'm not surprised. I call her Jada Go Fader Away, Pinkett Smith. <sighs> um, she's now being exposed for her toxic behavior. Um, and I mean, people are just quitting. It's like they said, security, the chefs, the personal trainers, even the housekeeper quit. Okay. Damn. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So I understand that she's been rubbing people the wrong way for years now. I guess, like I said, karma is a very patient gangster. Hmm. And when Will went over to Dubai and uh, India, I heard that she was with him. And I think he need they needed some some space, uh, hmm. apparently. But I'm sure she probably pushed her way up on the plane like she always do. <laughs> but the thing is, I've heard that Will's not always, you know, uh-huh. I guess when Jada has a emasculated him then he's let that be i guess the catalyst for how he would treat people sometimes which i is hear a lot cool. of women use that word is that fair it's to, a, you know to me i it, mean when it comes down like, to them is that fair i don't know but uh, it, i mean is it fair Young <laughs> Van i'm just saying you don't really know husband, yeah but go ahead i'm just saying um, well, I just say now, see, people are starting to talk now. These people yeah. that have started to talk, you know, it's like, OK, I know I'm going to get fired, but I don't want to be here anyway. So yeah. they're talking because mm-hmm. they don't want to work with her anymore. And I've heard that for years, peers of, you know, Will and J.D. Pinkett Smith, who had this, um, I you know, this 
like reputation or this illusion, I call it, an illusion of being like, you know, the black it power couple married. Everything's happy. Everything's wonderful. And no, nothing is perfect. Even Ashford and Simpson had fights. Even I'm sure Angela Bassett and Courtney B. Vance don't always agree. Yeah. You know, so let's call a thing a thing. Yeah. But the fact that um, their peers have not um, really been big fans of theirs for quite some time. You know what else I, I noticed? Um, and I'm and I'm done. You know, they're talking about the whole thing about, you know, Chris Rock and 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 uh and Will and that whole nine yards. Right. And I noticed that Will's show, uh, All of Us, is on a lot now on especially on the Clio network. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm saying, hmm. Tony Rock had a part on that show. So when people talk about, oh, this whole Chris Rock thing just started, no, it goes back to the 90s with Will and Jada and Chris and then Tony Rock being, you know, one of the, like I say, the number one supporting player behind uh, Elise Neal on All of Us. He was on that show, which was a Will Smith show. And, you know, Tony Rock was like, you know, I'll come beat your eight. So it's, it's the dynamic is interesting. But, you yeah. know, that I hopefully I get I think that was uh, usurped in the news cycle because everybody was talking about Dave Chappelle. But I'm frankly tired of both of them. But you mentioned something about Will on Letterman. What's up with that? Oh, yeah. OK. People were wondering who's going to get this interview. Who's going to get who's he going to sit down and talk with? And I must say, I did watch some of uh I forgot the name of the show. Uh, Letterman had on Netflix. I saw him do a great interview mm-hmm. with Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, and now so from what I'm, we're hearing, for some reason, Will has selected David Letterman, not Gail King, not even Oprah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Whoopi Goldberg, whoever, he's going to sit down and do the interview. And I'm just wondering, you know, are they really going to touch on those, you know, those uncomfortable topics and how much of the truth will Will actually, you know, disclose yeah. and if he talks too much when he gets home Jada gonna go back to Baltimore <laughs> in Edmonds in Edmondson Avenue and she's probably gonna raise up on him You're wrong. and be like pow 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 <laughs> but I'm just saying Will I mean uh, Letterman is one of the best when he comes down to doing one on one interviews no and, I, and I do he, like he him. did he did the interview with Kanye uh, even yeah. when he was doing um, you know late night um, he had a way of getting people to answer questions that they wouldn't answer on any other show in a in subtle way he can question. get you there between honestly mm-hmm. the two my two favorite folks are when it comes down to interviewing not individually in terms of who they are personality wise but but um it would be uh dave and howard stern because howard stern gets people to say stuff on his show that they wouldn't say yeah. anywhere else. Well, right, and, they, and, t- and then they can just let it flow because you know this. You know, and I like David Letterman actually on you know off of a you know regular network TV because again that is an arena where people can just let, they don't have to censor it yeah. or you can you know you can't say you can't say this word can't say that word. So yeah, yeah. I really hope that you know not just to sell more books, Will Smith, or try to get back in people's good graces, but you you know I think this might be actually therapeutic for him, and he needs to just come clean about it. And then we can finally just move on because I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, good stuff. Good Next. stuff. Let me get, well, you know, let me say, and I'll, uh, I got a couple of things just to mention tonight as we tape the season finale of Winning Time. It's just a season, you know, they've already been approved, uh, already been given the green right. light for another season. Even with all the controversy and Jerry West, I think, threatening to quote unquote sue. But you know uh, what? It's getting more rave reviews. It's a hell of a show. More, more. And you know what? Oh, by the way, you know, I don't have HBO or HBO Max. For those of you that have Comcast Xfinity, yeah. um, tomorrow at 4 p.m. will be the end of the free week watchathon. So tonight, uh, what I, I've been watching a lot. I watched the first ladies and let me just a uh, sidebar. Yeah. I know um, 
I want to do Winning Time tonight, but I watched for they had the first three episodes of First Ladies on, mm-hmm. and I get what they were saying about Viola, <laughs> but but also she reminded me of somebody that just had a bad lip filler and it only went into yeah. the top lip, yeah. but it was bearable. And I also watched the new Jennifer Lewis show on um, mm-hmm. Showtime. On Showtime, I've been calling it "I Love That for You," but it's I lo- yeah, I was calling "I Love You" for that. Yeah. I love that for you. It's interesting, yeah. and you know she's Jennifer Lewis in true Jennifer Lewis style, and yeah. you know. I just I like that. I I really and I could see see that show did yeah. not belong on network TV. It's where it should be and that's where I think Queen should have been off yeah. of network TV. I agree. I agree. Well, again, the season finale yes, of HBO. Winning Time HBO and it'll be the, the the full first season will be on uh HBO Max and and it is I mean without a doubt. I mean even even though you know they run the disclaimer but you know they run the disclaimer for like a half a second. It's like before you can't even read the whole disclaimer. Right. They just had to say it. Yeah, you know, like it's almost it's like what the names so, of the of, of the original have been of the like innocent the have been changed. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. But but it it go it they do run a disclaimer and and it says basically it's it's a dramatization. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know if y'all saw, and and, and this is not a um, a spoiler, but Atlanta this week was a trip. Atlanta did this thing where they were in Europe and Paperboy stumbles into this. I mean, you know, he's high on weed and, and I don't know if he's hallucinating or if it's true, but he goes into <laughs> he goes into this club. I think it's a it, the whole thing's an hallucination. It's a hallucination. Oh, but he goes into this club and it's called the cancel club, right? <laughs> so they yes, asked yes, so they're asking yes. him about the baby. Hey, hey, you know the baby? <laughs> and they said, and so he walks over to the bar and guess who's sitting at the bar? Will Smith. No. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> and he he's himself. So he starts talking about his whole controversy about, you know, what he did, shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it, yeah. it's just interesting how they, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, go into the script or everything. It was just interesting because he really basically was himself explaining the situation. Now, the last part of that, I don't know if Donald Glover wrote that or if that came from Liam Neeson. But I'll leave that. I'm not going to say what he said toward okay. the end. That's up to y'all to let me know if you watch Atlanta, whether or not you thought that came yeah. straight from Liam Neeson or if that was in, injected in there by Donald Glover for, for comedy. But it, mm. it, it's still, you know, Atlanta is still my favorite comedy this season. It, I, don't even know, I don't even know if you can really call it a comedy. It, it's more, it really is, because I'm a big Black mm. Mirror fan, you know, the whole Black Mirror mm-hmm. from, yes. from Netflix. It reminds me more of Black Mirror this season than it does, you know, the quote unquote comedy. But, you know, Atlanta's off the charts again this week. The other thing is, <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll let you guys know, the man who fought, I, I don't know, you know. Oh, my God. I watched part of that this weekend. The man who fell from Earth. I watched, um, I watched, I'm up to, I'm, up, I'm current on it, but um, it is really going to, it's going to win something. It, 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 it's so as a drama, as sci-fi, um, the, the the lead actors, it, you know, I, I just, they put a lot of money into this. They I mean, did. They and put you know, a and ton like, of money into this thing. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of shows, that yeah. one, I'm sorry, is not predictable because when no, I was not. about to turn away, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Who did, what, huh? What? Yeah. And yeah. because anyway. the, the whole thing about me raving about it, and every time I, I watch an episode, this is why Netflix is having a tough time because the cable networks and, you know, the broadcast broadcast TV stepped up their game. 
You know what I'm saying? They so had to. The, these they were are, getting killed. These original shows they're dropping are are really good. So I, I got to give uh, Showtime its due. And also my favorite Showtime show is coming back. Y'all put it on your calendar. It's June 24th. The one and only The Shot. Which one? The Shot. Uh-huh. So we got to do our weekly The Shot <laughs> update. Comes back June 24th. So I, I'm thinking that The Shot... I was saying this to you know KW that I think the shy is going to step in right after the man who falls uh, the man who fell from earth fell to earth when it when it wraps up I don't know if it's going to be limited series I I, I don't think it definitely is not going to do multiple seasons I can only see this for one season because it's so intense yeah because I mean look at I, the, I saw the movie seasons. yeah oh right. you saw the movie too. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah with David Bowie which which was out like in the late seventies but what's mm-hmm. interesting about this is they made it. You know, like modern day. But you know what, so, I mean, Tanya how, B, I figure it's not really, it's more a sequel because... I could say that, yes. It, and I'm not going to give it away or spoil it, but it's more of a continuation of the boy character. I, I, can, I can rock with that, yes. Yeah, it, it's, more of a, it, yeah. It, it's more of a continuation of that. So so if anything, it's, it's made me want to go back and check out the David Bowie version or movie because it's a continuation of... The character is with uh, Chuetel F- Edgefor. Um, I just call him Edgefor, but Edgefor. from Kinky Boots, he was in Talk oh, to Me. Boots is hilarious. I-, I think he's yeah. an amazing actor. Yeah, he is. Amazing actor. Yeah. He does, you know, he's definitely a diverse actor. Yep, yep. So, yeah, again, that's, that's out there, y'all. Go check it out. And again, go to castropolis.net, click our link. Everything G Podcast is there. We've got the podcast, the stream. Uh, social media, email, everything is there. Again, go to castropolis.net. Um, you know, anything we talk about on the show to any comments, I know y'all got comments and feedback. You can go to castropolis.net right on the uh, podcast, right on the uh, actual website. You can leave a voicemail. It'll go directly or come directly to us. And, and, and you know, who knows? I may play it on the show. Plus next week, um, uh, Life Coach Kim is going to be here. So, um, you know, if y'all want to leave a, a message for Life Coach Kim, if you got a life question and you want to leave it for, you can go to castropolis.net and uh, and leave a message for uh, Life Coach Kim. You got any final shout outs before we get up out of here? Uh, of course, everybody. And I just want to remind everyone again, I said in the T that May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, we can't I don't think we can move forward, even if you didn't really know much about them. You know, the country legend Naomi Judd. Committed, she committed suicide. Mm. Let's call a thing a thing. Yeah. And she was at 76 years old. She had the money. She had the fame. She had the fans. But she could not beat the the demons, I would say, yeah. of, you know, crippling anxiety and, and uh, mental illness. And you look at it, somebody with anxiety who's playing to arenas night after night for years at a Crazy. time. I wonder, you know, that must have really been something for her. And, you know, then you have people like we know Kanye has got mental illness issues on uh, Kid Cudi. And then don't forget about the former Miss USA, um, Chesley Chris. Mm. Che- yeah. Um, she jumped out of a window from a New York high rise. So mm. again, again, here's somebody who's got beauty, brains, talent. Um, and you think, you know, people have it all, but it's interesting how, you know, they have these, every, every one of the people I name has a different story, but to look at them with except until Kanye started acting up, we thought, you know, he was okay too. Yeah. And they struggle in silence. And then they take these extreme measures and so uh, I would just encourage folk, you know, I said, it's OK if you don't feel OK. It's not OK if you don't do anything about it. Yeah. And also, you know, check out the Black Mental Health Matters show right here on Castropolis. Yep. Black you know, Mental Matters, people, definitely. Yeah. And, it, you know, Reed, it's OK. You're not right. Yeah. McCree, McKeeper Reed Johnson and, uh, yeah. and, and Vince the Voice Bailey. Definitely Vince, yeah. At Castropolis.net. Check them out. 
You got, you got anything else? Anything um, just that um, I'm having leftovers from last night today. You know, when you have garlic and butter and pasta and seafood, it tastes better the next day. I did say, yeah, I saved myself one piece of key lime pie. Last one I made, I just gave it all away. Yeah. So I was told that, you know, that was a, a, a fan favorite. And um, hopefully we can get you all down here, you know, soon. We had planned on how many years ago Yeah, to do this ago. show from my home and I was cooking, you know, people... Yeah, so hopefully we can get to that soon. Yeah. I actually got a response out of Vi, who doesn't usually say anything in our group. Am I right? In yeah, our group text, Vi says very little. All right, there you go. <laughs> but he responded to the picture of the food, so I tell you, you know, um, if anybody want to get with Vi, make him some lobster. <laughs> yep, okay. That's it. Just I want people to be careful, be safe. Yeah. Um. Just you know, I say you know because again. Mental health is so important. And I think mm. everybody knows somebody who struggles with it. I've had family members who have struggled with it. I had a cousin who um, struggled and actually took his own life at the age of 21. So, yeah. you know, as much as we joke and play around and call people, you know, like Kanye cuckoo and, you know, crazy this one, you know, please just, you know, self-care right now was still, you know, in the uh, endemic, not the pandemic to take care of self and, you know, check on somebody that you haven't talked to or seen in a while, like I always say. Yeah. And with that said, do we have a benediction pre-take? No, you know, mm-hmm. I, let me, let me mention a couple of things and then we'll just wrap the show. Okay. okay we'll All right, just, we'll cool. just wrap it. But, but it. I, I got to say, because I'm in the midst of the NBA playoffs, you know, so, so this is my favorite time of year, the NBA playoffs and, and, and the birthdays coming up in June. But I, again, I got to shout out Joel Embiid. Uh, definitely for for showing everybody, you know, that, you know, you got to, you know, it, it it really and truly, you know, if you love the game, you fight to play the game. So right. so hey, shout no out punk. to him. Uh, Gary Payton, uh, Gary Payton, the second man, just um, really, uh, I hope he gets over that. Just um, it was a dirty play. I don't think it was an intentional thing where Dylan, Dylan, um, Dylan Brooks, I think is his name from Memphis meant to fracture his elbow with that hit but but definitely uh Dylan Brooks has wind up having to pay $84,000 but the other thing I wanted to mention and then we'll wrap it up is Antonio Brown took a shot at at Kaepernick and and I don't know I don't know you know I first of all I've never paid attention to what Antonio Brown really says but this time you know it, it I'm wondering and we could talk about this on the show maybe next week how much how much credence how much uh, this is actually floating among folks in his circle, you know, which is a pretty large circle where he called out Kaepernick and, and said, he's not in the hood. He took the settlement and he needs to quit crying about playing because he took the settlement. And basically he just said, he just sat there because they asked him the question about Kaepernick and he delegitimate, he delegitimized his movement. I mean, and called him trash. So, um, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, we could talk about that, probably bring it up on, on the full show next week, because I'm waiting to see, not seeing the response. I'm just wondering, you know, how, because coming from somebody like Antonio Brown, who has street Mentally cred. Mentally ill. <laughs> and but, and you no know, job. And okay, has, street, has street cred, no cred. job, but Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. We'll see, uh, you know, whether or not that has, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just interested. I, I haven't looked at Twitter. I haven't looked at the, the Twitter feed yet, but... I, I thought it was interesting that he said I, I, he, I, he surprised me by saying it because I always thought he was like down with Cap. So that was interesting. Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, Tanya B, appreciate you taking the time on Mother's Day to, to drop in. And, um, you know, definitely without a doubt, y'all uh, go to castropolis.net. All the information is there. Go for the G Podcast logo. And with that, episode 128 is in the can. 
and shout out to everybody and we are out of here peace all right y'all peace you've been listening to the g podcast with your host tommy b the g podcast is a production of the castropolis podcast network thanks for listening